The Why Me Project, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. We are going to do something this week that we have never done before in the 240 plus episodes that we have completed. Yeah, I'm really excited for this as I have never been a part of a like full on real movie junket and we want to take you along for the ride. It's going behind the curtains. Essentially, everything that we got to experience, you are going to experience with us because it's the best way to do this. Exactly. I mean, you're our projectors. We want you to be there with us. It's good. I like that. So (laughs) not only do we not have one guest, we don't have two guests. We have three guests for this week. We do. And we are going to be doing kind of a behind the scenes, if you will, ish on the upcoming movie, Father Stew. Should we mention who our guests are for this week or should it be a surprise? Yes, let's do okay. it. Yeah. Right. You may know him from a million different movies mm-hmm. and he is uh, quite an amazing guy. And yeah. uh, Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some, some guy. <laughs> uh, uh, Teresa Ruiz, mm-hmm. who is, uh, she's about, uh, been on Netflix, uh, Narcos. There's a bunch of other things that she has been a part of as well. And I believe the, uh, the first actress to come from her hometown. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to ask her about that. And if that's not all, we also have Rosalind Ross, who is the director, the writer for Father Stu. And, uh, we really just, we run the gamut when it comes to our guests this week. Yeah, we really do. What I love about Rosalind is that this is her first like real offering into Hollywood, which is incredible. Um, I love seeing women behind the camera doing things, making the shots, calling the shots, and she's doing just that. And uh, I think what's going to be a really moving movie. So the behind the scenes of this is we we sign into a a group of hundreds of people, <laughs> and then we wait in line, kind of like a Disney ride or an amusement park for your name to be called, then you go to another room in which then you have conversations with the the director or the actress or the actor. Exactly. And it's a lot of hurry up and wait, just like they do when it comes to movies anyway. So it was fun to be a part of that process and um, and wait, give you a chance to go through your notes and then yeah. wait and meet some people and wait some more. But then that moment came when they called our names. Should we, I'm just saying, maybe do a a little clip from the movie first so that we can kind of dive into what it is Father Stu is about? Absolutely. Let's do it. Roll clip. What brings you here? And I figured no better place to be discovered than the supermarket. Hey, did I see you on a television series? You do movies? You don't work in the entertainment industry at all? No, man. If Bill know you're fussing with his truck, I'm a son. I'm just borrowing it. I reckon it's a few months worth of cleanups on aisle four to pay off a DUI impound. What can I get for you, miss? I got beef. I can see that. Hey! Let's not waste either of our time. Life's gonna give you a gut full of reasons to be angry. You only need one to be grateful. I think God saw something in you worth saving, but it's up to you to decide what you've got to offer. It's the place you told me you believed in me. I thought it makes sense being back here to do this. Your son is about to make a huge mistake. I'm gonna be a priest. For Halloween. 
Mm. I'm praying for you, Bill. Don't you dare. You're violating my rights. There's a man going around taking names. We've all been wrong, and we've all done some wrong. But he came to forgive us. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There is no easy way to deliver this news. You have a progressive muscle disorder. The muscles weaken until they cease to function. I want no, I want no Why? And at his feet, they'll cast their golden crown. Man don't lose when he gets knocked down, but when he won't get up. Ah, baby. There is concern amongst the diocese that your infirmity will render you unable to be a priest. Listen to the words long written down. What you guys get, one phone call a week in here? Who you gonna call, huh? He ain't giving up on you. Don't you dare go giving up on yourself. Who are you here to visit, sir? Father Stu. You and everybody else. When the man comes around. We shouldn't pray for an easy life, but the strength to endure a difficult one. I've watched the uh, the trailer now a number of different times, and it's just it's one of those movies that I think yeah it's and you're going to make mention of this a few times. It's it's pretty raw, mm-hmm. it's pretty real, but yeah. it's probably a movie that you should see. Absolutely, I had a chance to see the screener, and it is a very very powerful story. Mm. It really is. So let's dive into this, shall we? Very excited that we finally have a, a chance to talk with you, uh, Teresa. Um, Thank you. I think one of the things that Holly and I are always wondering when it comes to actors, actresses, athletes, whomever, was the goal always to be an actress? When I was very young, I did, I did have that vocation. Uh, very young, like twelve, maybe. I, I, I really wanted to explore that, and then when I, the first time I went on a stage, I felt, I just felt something that I never felt, and I never, I never thought I could do anything else. <laughs> So when it comes to roles, like, um, is there a different mind shift for yourself on, say, like a show from Narcos to a movie like now Father Stew? Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, the characters couldn't be more opposite to each other, right? Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, they they are all, both of them are women that one of them is really, really bad. The other one is really, really good. But both of them are flawed and both mm. of them go through a journey, right? So I think the important thing is the journey that any character goes through. I think with character, with uh, Carmen, that's what's important, that she's not wh- what do you think she is. She seems so well put together and then suddenly this this thing shakes her world and, and then she has to transform into someone else. It's just the movie, the whole movie is about redemption. Redemption and transformation when playing Carmen and having to relay those incredible messages to people. Um, For you, was it difficult really to get into that role of Carmen? I mean, you did such a phenomenal job. It's just like, I felt like you were her. (laughs) So being in that role, like really, what did you want for those viewing the, the movie to really take from Carmen and her character? Uh, I really wanted to bring the generosity and beauty and kindness of heart of my people. Uh, I'm Mexican, Mexican-American. I come from a very small town. I'm the first actress of my town. (laughs) And I really wanted to bring that kindness uh, into that part and then, and then share that kindness and that, uh, goodness. And then, and then, like I said, it's not just all that, you know, then, then she, then something is taken away from her and then she has to struggle, you know, like a real human being. So I, I just, I just really wanted to, to represent that in the, in the film. I wanted to be a light for Stu 
And I hope that it came across. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, our podcast is called Why Me Project. And with Carmen and her, uh, her life, and like you said, she had some really low moments, some valleys. Um, people often ask themselves, like, why me? Why am I going through this? What things did Carmen do, uh, do you feel that we can apply to our own lives? I think she believed that she had it all figured out. Hmm. And she believed that because she was a good good uh, God girl, uh, everything was going to be okay. And I think Stu came to just shake up her world. And then she had to learn to let go. And she had to learn to be bigger than herself. And she had to learn to surrender in the same way that Stu has to learn the same way, in the same way that uh, Bill Long, the character of Mel Gibson and Jackie Weaver have to learn it. I think it's a story where characters get redeemed through pain, through suffering, and then through that, they come out stronger and better. Teresa, we, we appreciate you taking some time and uh, sharing your heart and uh, the story behind Carmen. Thank you. I couldn't imagine, though, just, I, and I know that we say that you, you're sitting there, you're waiting, but they just rapid fire interviews, you know, oh, you get Johnny and Holly from Canada, you get Steve <laughs> from, from Australia, LA. you get Dave from England, and you're yeah. just sitting there like, I wonder what questions they're going to ask me. Yeah, exactly. So hats off to the hardworking actors out there who have to sit through yeah. hours of us just asking questions and probably the same ones. Probably. <laughs> oh, that one again. I wonder if they have a count. <laughs> they totally should. I was asked about this 800 times. Right. I mean, it depends on how many people you're, you're doing an interview with. Mm -hmm. But uh, our second interview, we go from someone who, uh, an incredible actress, to somebody who, for the first time, is doing the, the directing and the writing, which to me, I think would also be, and we've talked to a number of producers in the past, Holly, and directors in the past, where it's like, you know, yes, I have this film, but who is going to be the perfect person for this role? And she had some incredible talent to work with. And they just really, in my opinion just did so well with explaining and just having the incredible story of Father Stu come to life in a very raw way. I mean, think about the Bible. Quite often we get the Sunday school version, but okay. that's not really what happened. And so I want to ask her about making a film that is a faith film, but is not with the faith film ratings. So I, I hope she'll answer that one for us. So without further ado, we are uh, very excited to talk with uh, director and writer, Rosalind Ross. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing good. Thank you. <laughs> so far, so good. We can't complain. <laughs> good, good. What was it about Father Stuart Long and the story that really made you want to do this? You know, a few things. I think, for one, the the personal part of of the character and the story that I could most connect with was that it was the story of a guy who was searching for purpose in his life and trying to find the light in the darkness. And I think that's something that certainly I've experienced. And I think a lot of other people have as well. And it felt like such an interesting opportunity and an unconventional fulfillment of that search, um, his story. And, uh, you know, it was, it was sort of irresistible to the, the prospect of, writing a role for Mark that would challenge him um, at once, I think utilize his strengths as an actor, but also challenge him to do something different than we've ever seen him do before. 
with Father Stu's story. It's one that's very colorful unto itself. It's quite the adventure. Um, but for you, how difficult was it to navigate really staying true to his story versus making it, as they say, having that entertainment value for the big screen? Well, you know, it's the tone of the film really took its cue from the man himself. Um, you know, by all accounts, I heard he was a very... Um, irreverent, mischievous, roguish, uh, quixotic kind of guy. And I felt like there was a great opportunity to let that tone um, and that identity sort of become the the DNA of the film Um, from, you know, from the dialogue to the character dynamics, to the music, to the style of the film. And, you know, I, I hope we pulled that off. What are your hopes that people will get from seeing this film? My hope is that people will walk away from this film with the comfort that it is never too late to try to redeem yourself or to change. Our podcast is called Why Me Project. And just through Father Stu's life, um, he had lots of valleys. For you, just taking a look at his life and his story, what kind of encouragement would you give to somebody who might be in a valley or a similar situation to Father Stu? I would say, you know, which I, th- I think is probably a, a line in the script <laughs> in, the, in the film that um, that you know that you can't give up on yourself because God's not giving up on you. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And whether or not you believe in God, it's that some there's there is a larger plan out there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we deal with a lot of faith films in our industry, and uh, talking to the directors and writers in that realm. Um, and they, they kind of push for the G-rated or the PG-13 rated. This is not either one of those. Why go into that R-rating side of things? I felt that it was important because it was the only way we could really capture authentically who Stuart was, who his father was, where they came from, the kind, you know, they were, they were kind of rough trade guys and they, they, they did speak like that. And I think you know, if you were to sanitize it, it wouldn't quite underscore the dramatic nature of his transformation as well, you know? And, um, and also I think that while the language might be prohibitive to some faith um, moviegoers, I think they are also, what I've, what I've been seeing so far and I've been encouraged by is that these are, these are real people too, who are flawed and who um, appreciate the fact that there's a film out there that doesn't sort of treat them with kid gloves. Well, we appreciate you taking some time and uh, sharing your heart with us today. My pleasure. Very nice to meet you guys. I love seeing women behind the camera, directing, calling the shots. And I just think that women in that director writing role bring such a unique lens or perspective to a story. What I appreciate too, because I mean, I've known you for 20 years, Holly, that you've mm-hmm. always been an advocate for uh, strong women. And mm-hmm. you, you know, yourself want to have that role uh, to show to your daughters. You had that with your mom and uh, your grandma. And so it's just nice to see that we continue all these years seeing those roles expand. And more and more. It's more frequent that we get to see women in these roles. And I find it really exciting and inspiring. Now, before we get to our final guest for this week, uh, there's a there's a part that I don't think that you want me to bring up, but I kind of want to go behind the curtain when this happened. 
Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> okay. So we're in, we're in this room. We're waiting for uh, the different interviews that we're doing. And all oh. of a sudden from out of nowhere, this person, <laughs> Holly Taylor, lets out the biggest, <sighs> and everybody in the room goes, everything okay, Holly? <laughs> what happened? I went to check my settings to make sure my mic was loud enough and I forgot okay. to put it back on mute. And then I was just stretching because we were waiting for a long time. And so I did like, oh, and I just like let out a very natural and organic yawn. It was a while. I just had to stretch it out. It's a two and a bit hour wait time. Like we said, it's a Disney ride. You're sitting there and you're waiting and you're waiting. <laughs> and then we finally get that opportunity. Yes. And it was so worth it. Honestly, being able to hear more about um, just their hearts as they approach this project, the things about the project that were inspiring to them really is uh, inspiring to, I hope you, as you not just watch the movie, but hear their perspective on the characters or the roles that they played to make it happen. And what I appreciate a lot is that Holly, every once in a while, feels like she needs to uh, make mention that we are from Canada. I know. And <laughs> in whatever capacity, the reaction from different people when you mention this is always interesting. And this is one I'll never forget. Nice to see you. How are you guys? Can I ask you a question? Why did you feel the need to point out the fact that you're Canadians? Because you guys are dominating the entire entertainment industry, music, <laughs> Film, television. Okay, I get it. And you know what? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Truth <laughs> um, is the truth. Question for you when it comes to uh, you and, and these certain roles that you play, what was it about Stuart Long that, that had you hooked? Oh my gosh. As, I mean, as an actor, you could not find a better role. I mean, this guy has had the most interesting life and arc you could ever possibly imagine. A physical transformation, a spiritual transformation for me personally. Um, and as a, as, a, as a man of faith, the opportunity to utilize my talents for the greater good of God's work was, was very clear to me. I should be doing more of that. God didn't put me in this position to just be saying, okay, I'm just going to make comedies or just making action movies. He wants me to utilize the talents. He's, us he's using me to do his work for sure. You talk about all the uh, different movies that you've been in, movies that have been based on a true story. Is it difficult to stick to the story, the role, rather than making it entertaining for movies? No, no. When you when you are making a true story about real life events, you have an obligation to handle it with the respect and sensitivity that it deserves making it as accurate as possible. You may be able to take some creative license and liberty, especially when you're condensing a story that spans decades into a two hour film. But for the most part, no, the responsibility that I feel personally is overwhelming. And I know I'm going to have to answer to Bill, the Stu's family, his friends, uh, his parishioners, his fellow seminarians and priests, everybody. So I take that I take that responsibility very seriously. It is a faith film in a lot of ways, but there's also the faith film genre where the movies tend to be G or PG-13. This is not that. Did you have any sort of hesitation keeping this movie so true to his life that it would get an R rating? No, 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 no. I wanted it to be raw and mm. uncut. Um, just the truth. Stu was the truth. Stu has a lot of real life experience to draw on, which made him so credible when he was talking to people. You know, when he walked into to a prison or anywhere else, 
he was one of those guys. If his life didn't take a drastic turn and he didn't follow God and he's encouraging them to do the same thing and, and remind them that, you know, no one's beyond redemption. He sees the good in everybody. And when people know that they're loved and supported and that is invaluable and people are capable of doing great things, they just need to be pointed in the right, right direction and given an opportunity to do them. Our podcast is called Why Me Project, where often our guests will share about the hills or valleys in their lives. And just taking a look at Father Stu, he had lots of hills, lots of valleys. Mm -hmm. What kind of encouragement would you give to our listeners um, based on his life to navigate some of those hardships? Based on his life, my life, there isn't anything you can't accomplish if you're willing to do the work. Believe in yourself. Um, and you know what, when you're doing good things, good things will happen. So I'm living proof of that. And Stu was, was, was the epitome of that. And so we're rooting for you, uh, go out there and make it happen. And Stu and this movie will help you, especially when you're dealing with the, the uncertainty that we're living in right now. So many, we've all experienced so much loss, um, and so much difficulty and faced with so much adversity yet together, we can come out of this on the other side, stronger and united, and we can actually bring people together. This, there's been so much divide lately. This movie really is about not turning our backs on people, no matter what, we're not giving up. And we're, we're, we're not letting people know that we support them. We love them. We accept them for who they are. And we're going to encourage them to be the best versions of themselves and challenge them to do a little bit better. Mark, we appreciate you. Thank you for uh, taking some time and sharing your heart today. God bless you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It was everything that I thought it would be. And yet it was everything that I didn't think it was going to be because I didn't know what to expect. I know, right? <laughs> but it was awesome. I so appreciate Mark Wahlberg's hmm. uh, passion for the role that he played in Father Stew as Father Stew. And just how you can see he's so excited about his faith and sharing with other people how no matter what you've been through in your life, no matter what you've done, God loves you. He's here for you. And you too can have a redemption story of your own. And I will also say this, and this goes for all three that we had a chance to talk to. It was not long enough. It really <laughs> wasn't. Uh, we're so used to having a good 30 minutes in here. No. We just didn't get that same kind of time. But I just love the little nuggets that each one uh, gave to us. We are appreciative of the opportunity. We are thankful that uh, you had a chance to also come along the journey with us. Now, a good reminder to continue on this journey, whether it be on Facebook, on Instagram, you could follow us on Twitter, all the different socials. We would love for you to hang out with us. And if there's suggestions for people that you would love to hear us talk with, make sure you let us know. Absolutely. And if you follow us on Instagram, I will be posting some more behind the scenes videos of uh, just kind of what is going on behind here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep pulling back that curtain as uh, it's just fun being a part of this. And it's incredible to hear wonderfully inspiring stories from characters, real life ones, fictional and mm. those who play them. Reminder to download places like Apple podcast on Spotify, edify, and of course, faithstrongtoday.com. Yeah.